everybody and welcome to a wrestlemania priming loud in here is it just sam roberts sam roberts a vanguard one seducing episode of the brothers of discussion yeah look at man he's over there he's swinging and dancing oh man look at him go we're gonna talk everything from Matt stance moves to roman reigns replacement at mania will it be matt maybe i don't know keep it up Look at him go. He's having a good old time. <laughs> uh, Matt, we're going to try and make some time for AEW going all in with silliness. Look at Matt auditioning for AEW right now. We're going to talk media surprises that and much, much more. I, we're going to try and fit it all in in 60 minutes. Probably not going to happen, but we're going to try our best. <laughs> Somehow Matt fit it all in in 60 minutes. Beautiful gesture, man. Who knew you do sign language? <laughs> As always, Matt, another fajita-like, sizzly, peppery, onion, paprika, and cayenne peppery week of professional wrestling. Matt, you uh, are gainfully employed. You're raising a baby. You have a podcast. Well, just two of those three. Matt, how's, <laughs> how's life treating you over there? I am unemployed. Yeah, Yay. The baby's, the um, baby's fine. So it's the job that's, yeah, okay. Right, baby. <laughs> God, I can't get over that it looks like I have a lazy eye. I can't. This camera is terrible. Yeah, it's um, the camera. <laughs> the camera adds a lazy I eye. I thought I was so I good looking. All right. Uh, everybody can find all of our fun stuff at uh, bodpodcast.com, brothersofdiscussion.com. I'm not even looking at the camera. I'm looking at notes that aren't, that don't even almost, say what I'm saying. It almost fits. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah i gotta <laughs> do the quick little like the president um bodpodcast.com brothers of discussion.com we are now putting our uh podcast as vodcast on youtube and igtv what a big 10 years too late of power on our side <laughs> so find uh find our youtube if you want to keep seeing these pretty faces um we are just the brothers of discussion Woo! And if you want to find us on Instagram, we are brothers underscore of underscore discussion. And we'll also be posting our uh, our hockey podcast on IGTV as well. Uh, so far, it doesn't quite fit the uh, YouTube. But uh, keep an eye out on BODpodcast.com for, uh, for more content coming to you this weekend, including an update to our WrestleMania drinking game. That's right. You need to go to BODpodcast.com this Sunday. Woo! There he goes. <laughs> one sip two sips <laughs> uh to check out uh, the 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 wrestlemania game that was the hottest wrestlemania drinking game last year according to google so yeah we nailed it yeah. so you want to head on over uh to uh brothersofdiscussion.com or bodpodcast.com to check all that out of course during wrestlemania we'll be live at bod podcast so you want to follow us there uh, for all of our quick tweets and then uh, all of my WrestleMania memes that'll probably be making fun of uh, 
no audience and uh the uh hopefully uh, all right i i will be more critical mike if they don't do things that we talked about last week so i i would say go go to episode 123 where we talked um for pre- pretty lengthy amount of time about how to make this wrestlemania with no audience work all the pre-taping uh all the opportunities and ways you can produce this and we even call it the episode instead of fantasy booking wrestlemania we're fantasy producing it so i would head on over to episode 123 check that out if you're watching us uh on igtv or youtube you just follow along on the um what would you call that the playlist and uh, the next episode's coming right up of course you know what? That would happen on a podcast, too. You know what I try to do uh, is... Do us uh, a favor, though. To Go to Apple uh, Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review to help out the show. We had a huge boost of plays this past week, so we greatly appreciate that. Would love to see another boost for WrestleMania. So, with that... Actually, what am I saying? Of course we had a huge boost. We had a bunch of new plays on IGTV and, and YouTube now that we're doing that. That was the thing to do. Now we just need to start, Mike, our Twitch channel where we play wrestling video games all day. Oh, I thought we were just going to, like, uh, roast our own show. Uh, so what I was doing there, I was, I was trying to emulate Bret Hart when he was leaving for WCW but with episode 123. Yeah, that needed some explanation. All right, so. um, all right, Mike, let's jump into our first topic here because we have a lot of WrestleMania to talk about. Like eight but- hours worth. God. I know. So we're we're gonna need to do about sixteen hours of coverage, two hours per match. Um, is Mike <laughs> WWE going on hiatus? Now, here's what happened. WWE going on hi- hiatus is what I put in, and uh, the notes were autocorrected to is. Obviously, we don't know the answer to that, so let's cross out that is right there. Just strike it on our notes. Boom, gone. Is uh, WWE going on hiatus? Question mark um that's where the conversation gets a little more juicy because we don't we don't know but um i i wanted to bring up with this being a rumor is this good for pro wrestling i i think a lot of people would be upset i think a lot of people and we've made the argument it's great that the wwe is coming out with um weekly content so we have something to watch and distract ourselves from what's going on in the world but Mike, uh, my my, and I can I can throw my hot take out there, uh, but I I do actually think this is good. But uh, how do you feel, Mike? Fuck yeah, it's good. Um, I think it'd be fuck yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, why? It would be awesome because we've talked about this for years with wrestling, where sometimes a little bit less is a little bit more. Um, every other major. Sp- for every TV show takes a break. And, and what that allows you to do is kind of recalibrate, all right, kind of see what's uh, going to make the people come in, give them a little desire instead of, oh, I'll catch next week's Raw or oh, you know, catch SmackDown instead of Raw. Instead, you take this big break. You know, you can treat it like a major sport where the other sports have like an off season and there's like recruiting and. You know, there's prospects coming up. So maybe that's when you push NXT a little bit more. So then people are forced, if they watch some WWE, well, I guess I'll watch NXT. I'll kind of watch, like I'm watching, uh, you know, the draft. Like I'm watching uh, the Combine. And then creatively, it means you don't have to, you know, necessarily, uh, you know, be having to produce every week, which is admirable. And right. you're right. Like, you know, with all these other shows having to, 
you know, even late night talk shows, um, you know, were, were canceling episodes. So they didn't have, you know, people gathered in the same spot. WWE is only one, you know, AEW, of course, too, but uh, doing all this fresh new content every week. So I think what they're doing is they're weighing, keeping those eyeballs, you know, for people who want new content. But I think creatively it would be such a boost um, to just take a couple months off. Um, and this is the perfect time to do it, to experiment with it, kind of see what happens right after. Um, right. But I, I just don't think that those McMahon pockets, the McMahon pockets that have kickstarted a football league twice when nobody was asking for it, I don't think that they're going <laughs> to say no to an opportunity to be on TV getting that Fox money and that USA money. Uh, and I... I mean, that would be, you know, like, that's always the first thought when a, a rumor comes up that there isn't going to be, uh, for an extended period, uh, Monday Night Raws or SmackDown, because why would they pass up opportunity to just keep making money from right. advertising? But um, I, I think what the perspective I'm taking a look at it is is kind of everything that you listed is, is all the all the positives. And I, I liked where you said where they're, they're focusing on, on the people coming uh, you might have said come in, but think about the idea, Mike, if you were just constantly masturbating, that dick would be so worn out, but you appreciate the next climax you have because you've let it go for a little bit. You, the, the urge to splurge, um, I, I would say, is more strong because you put it away for a minute. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, uh, here's the other part of this too, is they don't have to do like market research to see if this helps out the quality of content. Uh, it exists. New Japan Pro Wrestling makes it work. Uh, so I, I just, from that extent, like they, they already have, uh, they already have proof in the pudding. They, uh, they'd have an opportunity to get wrestlers healthy again. Uh, and, and right now they are doing, I, I mean, they're doing performance art with people touching and that's the one thing we're asking everyone not to do. So you, you can tell that there are wrestlers that are trying to do as little as possible uh, even in the Brock Lesnar promos, you've got uh, uh, the little Paul Heyman uh, either in front of or behind. So that even like the joke's sitting there. So we make it on Twitter. But um, I mean, a part of that is they're they're distancing themselves uh, physically, distancing themselves. So I there's a there's a responsible reason to do it. But just like how I said. Um, you know, the WrestleMania could turn out to be even better uh, this year than it's ever been because they're going to have all these production opportunities that they've never had before. Right. Uh, it could be something where if they give this, uh, I, I don't want to say give it a shot because they're not like thinking of it from a revenue perspective or a performance perspective. They're thinking of it from a COVID-19 perspective, but it could be something where they, they leave and come back and the ratings are higher than ever. And we know how WWE works, so what they're going to do is take that number and go, oh my god, we can never leave, because then that number will drop off yeah. again. Um, but, I mean, look at the NHL and the NFL, Major League Baseball. People don't leave. They don't go away. They come back. Like, the numbers just keep getting, uh, at least from an if you're doing, like, attendance or social media coverage, those numbers always keep growing. They never stop growing. So people watch and absorb things in different ways, but you don't completely lose an audience because you take an off season. And you know what? What the fuck are we talking? Every goddamn show in the history of time does it. So it's fine if the WWE takes some time yeah, they'd, off. They'd be fine. 
I, I think they should. I think they should seriously look into it because there'd be a lot of like. I didn't even think about the health benefits for everybody. Um, having a little time oh, off to recuperate. Um, but let's do this. Yeah, we got. Yeah, on. we got a lot of mania to go through. Um, I just want to talk, you know, through the the Wednesday, the this week's episode of uh, the Wednesday Night Slaughter. Um, <laughs> AEW again. Uh, going all in with silliness, Matt. They gave uh, Jericho about 15 minutes there to uh, use poolside, drinking a bit of the bubbly, and uh, trying to seduce Vanguard One into joining the inner circle again. And uh, after he offered Vanguard a drone-sized inner circle t-shirt, <laughs> and Vanguard uh, turned it down and just started flying away, Jericho released the hounds. Uh which was not a series of pit bulls and Rottweilers, but um, a bunch of foofy dogs that Chris and his wife, you know, will manicure on Instagram sometimes. So it was kind of cute to see yeah. all the puppies run across um, the, the freshly mowed lawn of Chris Jericho. Matt, this is my only hot tag for this segment. I was popping like crazy for it. Does, does this work for you yet? Or you're still kind of arm's length on this whole ordeal? No, that that works. Um, I think what happened, Mike. Here's I know I've been critical, but I I think the the thing that's missing for for Jericho when he's in the ring is the audience. That's what I've been saying. Now we don't have to worry about that. He's got plenty of time to record because they're they're filming in his pool. Uh, so I I for that that was genius. That was perfect. Uh. You know what? Another argument to put more stuff uh, into these shows that are pre-recorded. Yeah. Uh, probably just let's do some live wrestling. Um, maybe an opening promo and everything else. Let's just try and make it perfect. Uh, I I don't know. I, that's all I'm seeing from all this stuff. All, all this non-audience stuff. I'm just seeing all these opportunities to make the promos and uh, the storytelling perfect like we're not flubbing anything there's no more psycho sids um so for me i'm just using it as more proof to make my continued argument that this is going to turn out to be good for pro wrestling in the long run because we're going to see the benefits i mean uh, i love botchamania i share it every time with our live wrestling uh discussion group uh which by the way quick shout out go join it uh because i I think what we're going to be doing this weekend since we're all stuck in our houses is uh is doing a watch party together so i would love to have everybody join us on the live uh, wrestling discussion group but when i i forgot where i was going uh so i share botchamania on there all the time yeah. and uh i think what the wwe should be doing is trying to figure out ways to like I, it's inevitable you'll end up on botchamania but let's try and limit as many times as possible right i mean it, like if you if you went through a whole episode of Botchamania and Matthew was like, no, that was, that was eight straight weeks of perfect pro wrestling. I have nothing. I can't throw anything in there. It was just that good. Yeah. Um, I think that should be the goal. That should be, uh, I, I doubt that Vince McMahon would ever agree with that or Triple H would ever bow down to Matthew. But uh, that that should be like when they set up like bullet points for creative, It it, it should be. Like Vince should be last on the list. Matthew, pleasing Matthew should be number one, and then avoiding that's mistakes at all costs. You guys, we're we're not going to be on this damn free YouTube channel ever again. 
Yeah, I, I like the idea of one of those... Um, Sinkara, what did we just talk boards? about? Oh, my God. We just talked about this, Sinkara. Just stop. Stop. No! Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I like the idea of him having a dry erase board that just says, how many days since Bacha Sinkara, or... Sinkara, days without incident. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, well, I just wanted to, uh, another thing, because like you were saying, um, how, how strong the promo work has been since they started doing the pre-recording stuff. And I, I got chills listening to Jake the Snake Roberts uh, promote this Lance Archer, quote, the murder hawk monster, which pretty absurd. But before he came out, uh, the preamble by uh, Jake the Snake was, children bring, play games, Cody. Gamblers are fools, me. I just go in with an ace. Cody, maybe you're smarter than I thought you were. Maybe you are afraid. Or maybe your better half is telling you not to go. Like, he's this close to being fucking Sam Roberts. Like, holy shit! Where, where's this guy been? Like, how did WWE let this guy walk away? The guys who could have used a manager like Jake the Snake in WWE. Oh my god. Um, so, like, this promo hits, like, the chills are running through my body, and then they're like, and come into the ring, Lance Archer, murder hawk monster, and I'm like, oh, man, where'd they get this, you know, Doink the Clown kind of, you know, repo man name, what is the murder hawk monster, you know, the shock, shock master, and then he comes out, and, man, his mohawk is terrifying, it's <laughs> these two, like, red, blood red hemp rope thick like mohawks that come from the top of his head and just go all the way to the back like all the way to like his lower spine these huge almost like almost like if uh bianca belair was in mad max that's what it looks like <laughs> and he comes out and his first match of course is marco stunt who you know makes him look like a trillion dollars because this dude's like six 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 seven and marco's you know, like four six. You know, like little Angus yep. Young out there. Um, and they just let him obliterate him, and uh, you know, it does a, a fake false finish because he finishes Marco and then picks him up on the two count, pins him. You know, destroys him, throws him into a crowd of baby faces, including poor Orange Cassidy, who finally <laughs> had a ticket ringside and he had to catch Marco's stunt. That was his job. Uh, but it's just you know another instance of AEW, kind of you know. Kind of straddling the line there because they're promoting Brody Lee, they're promoting Matt Hardy, they're promoting Jericho, but you know they're still getting out. You know, uh, the whole Jurassic Express, and now they kind of it looks like they're building up a new monster in this Murder Hawk monster. Um, so I, I just wanted to applaud him because I really like the way they're treating this guy. He could not have a better manager than Jake the Snake, who's been just hitting colossal grand slams with every single promo. And then the look of this guy was was truly terrifying. This <laughs> Mad Max Bianca Belair. Matt, I, I hope you got to catch just a second of it. Yeah, and I think the the next it it was obviously fantastic. The next thing to talk about is why it's it's not like a Wednesday night war anymore. And uh last week we we dubbed it uh or was it two weeks ago we dubbed it the um that or, we didn't dub it until you you called it today the Wednesday night slaughter, but uh, we said the war was over. I mean, this is this is just another uh, this is just another piece yeah. of it. I mean, you you gave the list of guys that they keep building up, and it seems like everything in NXT is based off of guys that are so big they're not even on the show anymore, 
or uh, or they're not wrestling or it just feels like uh, you know NXT obviously is has taken a step back from having anybody uh, touch each other. Uh, so maybe something ran rampant through uh, and it, you know um, what? through the performance center. But to that end, I, I mean this this is just more evidence of this war being over and aew's next target is is something more mainstream like smackdown or raw you know it wasn't even a bad nxt episode um they did that gauntlet match for the women to see who'd be the last entry for the um ladder match to be a contender to fight either rhea ripley or charlotte um and you know it was a who's who of all the the women who were just like they made cameos in the may young classic um yeah. You got to see like Shotzi, uh, uh, Diana Perrazzo, Zia Lee, my my boo, who uh, went out and went pretty pretty quickly. I, I was pretty heartbroken again. Uh, Malia, uh, uh, Lacey Carter, and uh, Dakota Kai. Um, you know, given all of them, you know, their time to shine, but mostly Shotzi Blackheart. It looks like she's going to be the one they kind of push going forward because she got to knock out a couple mm-hmm. uh, competitors in that, that gauntlet. Um, but it just. They just they can't compete. It's we've been over it. Like the way they cut the promos, you know, they even threw the Velveteen Dream in there to start the show against Bobby Fish, and you know he's one of their uh, to borrow uh, uh, Jake the Snake. He's a race, you know, and he he still only yeah. cut like a generic. You better watch out because here comes the Dream Velveteen Dream. Hit it, and it was just kind of eh, you know it's. And it's obviously, obviously, Matt, I know going in, it's not fair to compare Jake the Snake Roberts with any of these guys who've only been wrestling, you know, a, a, a tenth as much as Jake the Snake ever did, you know, but right. it's just, it's not a, it's but, not a, it's not a war. It's not fair. Right. But we're not, we're not judging like, um, we're not, we're not only judging like the talent that, that we see, like we're judging the decision-making too. Right. So and you know, the it's fantasy, like, it's... the fantasy producing, like you said earlier, like if we're going to let yeah. the dream get, give the dream a couple takes, let them, let them weird it out. That's when people started yeah. to really like them and they're like, Whoa, he's, I think I might be pansexual. Like people don't know what to think when they were watching <laughs> that guy. And it kind of feels like they've kind of gotten away from that. And he's, He's not really allowed to linger on the mic and get his thoughts out. It kind of seems catchphrasy, yeah. and I don't know. It's, it's AEW is really giving up a, a bare butt spanking every Wednesday. Yeah, I I wonder how how long of a leash these guys get when it when it comes to these shows. Um, you know, like being able to say whatever you want, or if it's uber scripted now just something that you know if if they're really held tight and uh they can't do too much creatively yeah that that would be a bummer um yeah. because you figure at this point while you're just getting destroyed in the ratings and we couldn't obviously the show was made to compete uh or i'm sorry nxt was put on usa to uh compete with with aew dynamite and um i just why why wouldn't you just say all right we're this is going to be this is going to be over soon um we we might just start seeing our numbers drop because people are just going to start to believe in dynamite um and just let them do whatever you know like if these guys really do have what it takes then uh yeah they got to make some big decisions take the reins with, off. Uh, with yeah. nxt i mean i know they're putting finn balor and charlotte on there but 
I don't think the solution is to get more graduates to come back. It can, again, it's just, it feels like too frequently they, they pillage the talent. And I know it's not a new point on this show, um, but, you know, right. Angel Garza, uh, Street Profits, um, you know, Alistair Black, uh, Ricochet, um, you know, those are guys who are, you know, you know kind of lower mid-card, um, but they were, you know, could have been, you know, megastars for NXT, like huge, huge personalities, you know, that had time to shine. And then they kind of moved to the main roster and they uh, get their weekly segment, you know, but it's not the same yeah. as when they used to be the big fish. And I think it was a bigger draw. It was a better program. And it felt like, remember when Survivor Series hit and they tried to say NXT, Raw, and SmackDown are, you know, all like this on the same level. And now it's clearly NXT is, you know, down on the priority list. It's, yeah. it's not a question. Um, um, but, you know I what? mean, we always... I was just going to say, unless you wanted to hit one more point. I, yes. Okay. I am going to say it. Um, oh, there goes my headphones. I, ah! I mean, uh, we always talked about like utilizing your assets and utilizing your asset is not underselling a third of it. So, uh, I mean, to that end, that that's essentially why this is turning into such a bummer. And I, I think part of it, too, was that the WWE thought that they could say, if Dynamite is competing with NXT, that's the level that AEW Dynamite is at. And Dynamite didn't hesitate to say, we are so much bigger than that. And here's, I mean, like you said, at the top of the show, and then here when we're talking about Chris Jericho um, and, and drones, uh, or Vanguard, and... Um, they're, they're all about like giving as much entertainment as possible and they they not for a second did they handicap themselves or say that you know no we've got to focus on this first they just started doing what they wanted and i was critical myself but now you know we're almost a, a full year you know once we hit may we'll we'll run into uh double or nothing and um <sighs> we've already declared we've already declared them the winner over nxt so it's just uh you know at this point i i i, I think i keep coming back to trying to dissect why they're they're beating nxt uh only because it is it is so interesting like the philosophies that are are being utilized in one area and being missed yeah. in another but um for for aew again this is this is just i mean you only needed a couple segments, but you also got uh, you also got Kenny Omega in another match, and I I don't know I don't know why I felt before it was missing from my life, but now Kenny seems to be on in a fantastic match week after week, yeah. or maybe it just feels like it means more because it's it's during COVID, so maybe that's what I'm maybe that's what's going yeah. on, and I just appreciate it more. But any, anyway, I this is this is another one too that. Um, needed to be highlighted was a joy to to watch kenny just be kenny and then uh yeah go ahead no there's go ahead. i'm glad you brought that up um because sometimes what they would do like on raw or smackdown matt is have like a you know like a randy orton fight ricochet you know give them like 10 minutes and then there's a commercial right uh yeah. the way that they had you know cody step in um uh Tony Schiavone do the commentary for Omega versus Chuck, who's just one of the best friends. Uh, they kept talking about, oh my God, they're going to go the full 20 minutes. This is unbelievable. Chuck is taking Kenny Omega 
who, you know, in Pro Wrestler Insider, you know, he was the number one wrestler of 500 guys. And Cody's like, you know, the wrestlers say, yeah, I don't care what my rank was, but you know what? They're all checking in. So when they saw Cody or they saw uh, Kenny up there, they're all like, yeah, I want to be up there. So what he's doing is using, again, Kenny as a prop to help get Chuck up and just sell everybody. And it was a full 20-minute match. It wasn't like a short little, you know, hey, hats off to you, man. It was just on a weekly episode. And, you know, both those guys were letting the fire come out. Uh, But uh, there's one other thing I wanted to talk about. It's real quick because we've got to go to Mania. Um, was the uh, the fun factor, and we lost another fun factor this week on NXT. Unbelievable, Eric Boogenhagen. Now he's Eric Boogs. Yep. Well, he's been Boogs for a while because he changed his Twitter. He changed his Twitter handle like a couple months yeah, after. It, it just looks like it's more official now that we're not going to be able to do Boogenhagen. Yeah. What's a chant that writes itself? Just a uh, real heartbreaker. Now, yeah. here's the funny thing, Matt. The way WWE, the company, is not invested in NXT. This might be the best built WrestleMania ever. Now, I don't know if we want to start getting into the historical stuff, Matt, because um, I just took note of a couple things that I liked. Um you know, I'm, I'm talking about, uh, good God, like Rock uh, and Stone Cold. Obviously, I don't think what they did this year is, you know, at that level yet because that was, what was that, like five years where those guys had, you know, the three matches. What was it, like, like 2001, 99, 98, something like that. Um, yeah. But it was like the biggest thing ever. The crowd pops, you know, you'd have to lower the volume on your TV. It would, you know, bust out the uh, the woofer. Uh, the Rock would come out, and it was the old school thing with all the lights flashing. And The Rock, you know, I used to think he was, like, up there, like, smelling what he was cooking. But he's just closing his eyes because there's so many lights. He'd probably go blind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, like, the build for, like, HBK and Undertaker, like, not just the amazing, uh, was it 25? When they first fought, and then HBK is mm-hmm. like, oh, I want my rematch," and he goes in the rumble, and he's remember he has that, that that moment where he's like trying to grab onto the ropes, and he's falling back, and then he blows it, and then he's like holding his head, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. he's never gonna get a shot at the Undertaker," and then he ends up getting it, you know, putting his career on the line. Uh, Angle and Brock, uh, my God, you know, uh, Angle the Great Olympic wrestler against Brock you know, uh, NCAA champion, and they put these guys in the main event in, like, a real wrestler's match. Uh, and there was also the match where Brock almost died. Uh, but it was still a hell of a build. The Daniel Bryan story from SummerSlam, uh, like, I don't even have to tell you what year they are. You already know what I'm talking about. Uh, Daniel Bryan losing the Orton, that whole thing with the authority, building up to 30. Uh, and then I would say, like, Hogan and Macho Man was one of my favorites just because, you know, Oh, Miss that, Elizabeth, you know, they had the mega powers, they were buddies, and then yeah. it was like Hogan, he was getting maybe a little too friendly with Miss Elizabeth, and, you know, Macho Man. Talk about, no, like, talk about a slow build, or slow burn, yeah. man, that, that is where, like, all of, all of the times that we've asked for the slow burn, and we've wanted things to, uh, mean, mean something, yeah. 
yeah, it means something for a little bit longer. This, that's where those ideas all come from. That's where we always think, like, there's a formula to pro wrestling, and there's a way to make it mean something. Uh, the only problem is when you do that, some of the uh, other parts or pieces of that is there's a lot of bullshit in the middle that you've got a stomach, and sometimes we're too critical as WWE fans to let things marinate. But, um, no, I, I guess... Is, did you get them all in there? And did you talk? Did you say Hogan and Andre? Well, that one is—it's a little tougher. It's like my least favorite of the list. But you know, Andre is uh, a beloved, undefeated wrestler. For I, I forget—you know—his streak was even more absurd than Goldberg's. It was like 15 years without a loss. Nobody's even slammed Andre the Giant. And then I remember historically, you could read it like Andre had been slammed like tons of times. It was just—you know—they yeah. sold it as you know it never happened before. Um, and then if you ever get to see the promo, uh, like Hogan is uh, feeling so betrayed, like, all you had to do was ask for a match, brother. I would have gave you a match. Like, come on, bro. You know? And then. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was this, this you know, again, a, a big buildup. And it felt like the, the payoff was, you know, was right there. Um, so I feel like we, we have some opportunities this year. That's why I'm, whew, like, I'm a little. A little leery. I'm a little nervous. Um, a little anxious to kind of see what happens without the crowd because all those moments I talked about, like the flashy cameras, uh, the people's groans when HBK fell out of the Royal Rumble, but you know, still, you know, we knew maybe there's one more chance. Uh, watching Brock kill himself, Daniel Bryan, that huge moment with the the yes, yes, that wouldn't be there. Uh, and then you know, Hogan and Macho Man, like the the crowd just. Oh, their hearts going out to Miss Elizabeth, and it's it's just a misunderstanding. Please, Mega Powers, don't break up. You know, it's all that stuff is there because of the crowd, and this year is going to be the toughest version of that because that the opportunity is not there. It's just going to be us tweeting about it or you know Facebook living it. <laughs> but it just feels yeah. like the stories that they've built this year could I think some of them could rival what, what we're going to see. You know what we've seen in the past. So do you think, um, are, are you saying by the end of this, we're just going to feel disappointed because there wasn't a crowd there? Or do you still think like there's this opportunity for them to do something different, special and memorable? You know, I, I mean, the I think uh, we both watched the, the Drew McIntyre video where he's training over in Scotland. Um like, that's the kind of thing that they needed to just kind of go full bore into, I think. I think they needed more on, you know, on-location shooting. Um, I don't know if that was, you know, recorded a while ago and they were just going to use it now. But um, I, I think that's the kind of storytelling they could have jumped into. And uh, I kind of hope the, the matches use a lot of that, too. So I, I, I think... I think the Drew build into Royal Rumble is probably one of the most on the nose. Like we, if he doesn't win the the title, it's because of COVID-19. Like it is so sure we're so ready for it. And, and they're finally doing it on like good timing, giving someone the title when we want it. Um, like I, that, that moment at, at, at a WrestleMania event, the entire building would have exploded, even though we all see it coming. Like, that's how perfect the storm is, and it's because of the build. Um, Cena and Fiend has had such a short build, but I think that one also, like, the the building would have erupted because we know what this victory means, and it comes back to everything that we predicted and wanted 
before they even thought about giving the fiend a title and i i I had been saying no the fiend has to go back and and beat all of the old guys he could never beat and uh, now they kind of just went ah fuck the title remember when he was fighting all those guys he couldn't beat (laughs) that's what we're doing um so yeah again that that's a fantastic story for the fiend and that would be him getting over john cena and you know this whole uh john doesn't bury people these guys do it to themselves and to have like we're all on bray wyatt's side he's it doesn't matter that john is is the face um and i hope that they produce it as such uh but then to just take another step now they have roman reigns with no audience to boo nobody to say oh this is terrible so tell the story like have goldberg look like he's he's gonna win and uh don't overdo it with the spears uh like you said last week if they fuck up on the ending cue it up do it again let's make this look good but uh yeah have have roman like i just uh i just put in a new speaker system so the first thing i turned on was avengers endgame to test it out beautiful and yeah. um yeah it was oh god it was so great <laughs> but i mean do that do avengers endgame make it look like it's about you know this is about to end for for roman and he you know he can't call on friends but he can summon just like hulk hogan used to a new uh level of of energy and power or he could do the you know figure it out like tony stark and find some little thing you can you can beat goldberg with but then roman walks away having beat brock lesnar and and goldberg who have been booked as the two strongest guys in the business so now you know now roman will take that over but um no i think uh you know like we've said there's there's so much opportunity here and did you? I, I think uh, you they lucked Edge out on, on. Yep. Uh, I you know as far as like the historical outlook, uh, you know what those guys have you know warred against each other. They got back together. It's just uh, you know, one of the great just pairings uh, of feuds. Yeah. Um, and then for Edge and Orton to you know have their little just uh just a glimpse of you know the you know rated RKO together. Um, at the Royal Rumble, and then Edge trying to make his return. Uh, Orton coming in, you know, saying, "Hey, buddy, let's uh, maybe we'll get back together for one more match." And then RKO, you know, the concerto. <laughs> um, you know, he he, uh, you know, cuts these promos where you can, you know, the voices are in his head. And you can see the voices like, you know, debating and deliberating. And then there's Orton, you know, just beating up Beth Phoenix, Edge's, you know, wife, and. Saying, uh, you know, arguably, I love Edge more than you do because I want him to stay home so he doesn't get injured. Like, woo You know, those cut to the core kind of, you know, yeah. uh, promos. But, you know, that's that's one. I, I don't know how the match is going to turn out. Um, and I, I, I'd say that, you know, like the, the Daniel Bryan match was good. The Stone Cold Rock matches are always good. Um, obviously, Undertake. You know, they, they were all pretty good matches too. But I think what contributed to them being so good was the build mm-hmm. so i think we we really might be in for a treat for some of these matt so uh let's kind of dig into the card here um a couple things i wanted Woo! to try and, and throw at you you know think about you know how could pre-taping benefit uh this particular match you know will the lack of a crowd kind of benefit or you know hurt the match and then of course will win and then should win Matt, we go to the card. We got Elias versus Corbin, a match they've built 
maybe five to ten minutes. That's so much effort went into this one, Matt. Uh, let's start with. Uh, okay with that. Will Will pre taping benefit this match? Yeah, absolutely. I, Mike, I'm gonna struggle. I don't want to spoil things here, but I, I'm gonna struggle to not try and argue that pre taping. Or not maybe will it? How could it? How could uh, let's see? I I would like to see Elias um, get back at Corbin and throw him off of the performance. Off of uh, like, Pride Rock. Like, what I don't if, know if you saw those this videos? That... Long live the king! And then yeah, and Scar hit Mufasa off. Yeah. What if this was that opportunity to send Corbin off for a while? Because I think. Like, what does he do after this? Then he's just going to feud with someone else for another couple months, and it's going to be some bullshit where the whole fans, uh, uh, the whole fan base just is so sick of him. They don't realize that he's actually doing a real good job. But, I mean, it's it's something to kind of, like, rest and relax and reset um, the triple R. And uh, I, I think Corbin would benefit a lot from getting some time off. So Elias and Corbin fight to the roof of the Performance Center. And ha! so at least... To the end of how, if you want to say, how could pre-taping benefit this match? It's because now you have more opportunity to tell. I mean, th- this is the thing. Like on the, if we take like the, why I say I'm going to argue this for all the matches. It's, it's pretty tough to go take a step back and say anything isn't just going to be, you have more opportunity to tell a better story. And the better story would be Corbin uh, getting his and also being written off the show. So I think you just have more creative liberty of how you're going to toss him off a building or run him over or just have Elias get back at Corbin. Now, um, those would be moments that would be great in front of a live audience, but this is where you can build them up or or not have, you know, where Shane McMahon falls into a pile of cushions. Uh, you don't show that. You know, you have Corbin go through a, a, a spike in the floor <laughs> and he's got a, you know, Mortal Kombat fatality style. Tummy. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. this match is going to be a nightmare. Um, I think it absolutely needs people like, who wants to walk with Elias? And then people booing Corbin. And I don't think either of these guys off the cuff are like super, you know, charismatic. Like when the camera's going by and hearing the, like, uh, you know, the NHL, they call it chirping. Let's see how the boys are chirping tonight. You know, um, I'm ringside. I can hear them chirping. A lot of chirping out there. I don't. You know, we've never seen it from these guys. I think this could easily be the worst matchup on the card. I'm, I'm scared for it. I think uh, Matt honestly should win. I'm going to go Corbin. Uh, will win. I think it should be Corbin. I, I don't know if Corbin gets a lot of victories at this point in his career, uh, but I do know he did win at last year's WrestleMania, and he's also won an Andre the Giant Battle uh, Royal, Memorial Battle Royal at that. Um, so I think he's really got mania. I think he's got mania figured out. You know, this night's not too big for him. He's kind of like a tall, bald, uh, Seth Rollins. Well, I'm going should win and will win is actually Elias. So I, I kind of like where this is going. Cause I'm going to start, let's start taking these notes while we're talking. Okay. Um, Oh, this is going to be tough. Uh, I got to do Mike should win. Well, the next okay, match we got interest. on the crowd is uh, <laughs> the next match we got coming is Austin Theory and Angel Garza, a tag team who've, you know, they've been together for decades, uh, going up against the Street Profits. Uh, man, I, 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 Montez does not need a crowd to energize people. Uh, he, he, he gets everybody out of their seat at home off a couch. Uh, 
You mean like uh, when he gets up to do a huge move to go WrestleMania? One person he can't. Spike. One person he can't motivate is Austin Theory. Uh, <laughs> turns out. I like to think that's why this match was booked was just just for Montez to be able to do this move again. I think it's booked just to make Austin Theory do a top rope suicida and nobody catch him. So I think they just want him to know what it feels like. Um, You know, a la like the Kenny Dykstra's of the world who would enter the Royal Rumble and just get slapped around from post to post to post to post. Um, I think Austin Theory is just maybe going to take a big splash and some punishment as an apology. And then poor Angel Garza is going to eat a pin. Um, This is... Well, this is easy to answer. uh, Yeah. I don't know why this was... This might easily be the second worst match on the card. The only <laughs> shot, like the saving grace is Montez, who, you know, again, we're not going to have any crowd involvement. And Matt, a uh, little wrinkle here. He doesn't need the crowd. I think he's charismatic enough to, you know, carry the whole match by himself. I think that after he's done, these guys should definitely be ringside. Not on commentary with microphones on. I just want to hear them, you know, helping out with like McIntyre when he's doing the three, two, one. Like I want to hear Montez uh, at ringside getting that cheer going. I-, I think that they should borrow from what AEW's been doing and having wrestlers ringside. I think these guys definitely need to be there. Is that what Gronk's supposed to be doing? Is that is Gronk going to be ringside uh, like I don't know. cheering and I don't know. I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, should win, will win. It's the Street Profits. There's there's no question. Well, I, I didn't get to play. Um, how could pre-taping benefit this match? Let's go back to Montez going splat. We can do that segment again, <laughs> and Montez won't go splat. You're because, assuming well, his might, spine is shattered, man. We're just going to keep you doing it. Shot. You get one <laughs> shot at a spine. You don't get two shots. <laughs> do it again. I'll uh, we'll do my my Kurt Russell reconstruct him. I guess make him better again, stronger. Anyway, faster, harder. Uh, should win and will win is also Street Profits. Yeah, right. And now, Mike, this could possibly be the third worst match on this card. I think easily the third worst match. Uh, this I just I thought it would be fun to say because we just talked about how this is going to be a great WrestleMania. Now we're just going these matches suck. It's not that it sucks. It's just like the build. It's like Elias Corbin is like one Monday Night Raw. Austin Theory and Angel Garza are friends now. Eh. And then Aleister Black and Bob Lash. I don't don't even remember seeing them cut a promo. It's just they booked it for WrestleMania. No, and that that is 100% what happened with uh, Aleister. We're getting to the good stuff. We're getting the, we're, you know, rolling the toilet paper down, getting the poo poo out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we've got the match card and, like, right right about here this so is here right about here is where it's like everything's right, you great started, but like you start at the bottom i'll start at the top all right we'll like... all right you were supposed to touch the bottom all right <laughs> nobody's <laughs> all right so it's alistair black nobody can see my sc- okay so i actually have our screens stacked so when i did that I forgot. Nobody else is going to see that. It's, we'll be side by side. Right. We should have done it like this. Oh, we can high five. Yeah. Faster. High. F- <laughs> All right. Never mind. All right. Uh, what'll Black be funny is Lashley. when our two screens um, are flipped and going the other way. 
and it's just like, uh, oh, boy, what do we? This is uh, uh, yeah. a prime spot here where NXT probably could have used Aleister Black. I know, I know, he had nothing left to accomplish, but it's just this is what he's doing on the main roster. Well, let's talk about this. We have an Aleister Black match. Could pre-taping benefit Aleister Black where he could do some cool, freaky shit? No. I think that's... No. no. Okay. I think well, he... I think there's a potential part of the appeal... No. I think part of the appeal of no. Black is when he's live and it looks violent. So I think for him to look overproduced, it's just... You can look violent when it's pre-taped. Go ahead. I just... No, I know you can. That's I'm saying that it adds to the authenticity that in the moment when he does that black mask kick, and you hear that that you know slap, I'm like, ooh, that actually looked kind of real. But to know that uh, you know it's got a little production to it, it's not like Bob Lashley is out there, you know, like Dolph Ziggler. He's not the you know the world class salesman. So I, ooh, ooh, I, I don't feel good for anybody in this match. Fingers crossed. You know, but 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 it's pre-taped, so we could make Bob look like a like a champ, like a like a super champ. We could make Alistair go over Bob, and Bob can fuck up as much as he wants because they took all day to film this match. So, boom, roasted. Did you do you think that the difference between Bob Lashley being where he is now and being a world class Hall of Famer is an extra take? Maybe is that is that what he's been waiting for his whole career? And he's gonna put on a five star match, Daddy. Uh, this yeah. Saturday, this is it. You heard it here first. You want to hear a hot take? Matt just guaranteed a five star out of Bob. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Right, no, we're techie. You want to what's about? the look at? Read your question. Read your question. How could pre-taping benefit this match? It won't. There's no there's I, no saving this match. No. God damn it. But Matt, I didn't know it was. we're getting was... to the point where the card. The question was, how could totally it? Totally turns around. This is a storyline we've been subtly building on the sidelines here as Otis was at the Royal Rumble. They did a bad he job. He was catching though. Mandy. We thought, oh, they had some moments together. They shared a meal. And then Ziggler swooped in and stole his woman. And poor Otis was left heartbroken. So now yeah. they're going to have a WrestleMania match. Uh, you know, this match is really close to Hogan and Macho Man. Instead of Miss Elizabeth, it's Mandy Rose, you know? That's true. That's exactly what was going through my I head. I think that's what, on the big dry race board, they said, how do we recreate Hogan Macho? All right, we got Otis, All right, obviously. So All right. Then... Here's what we need you to do, Otis. Now this, keep in mind, is in 2017. Otis, open, start an Instagram account okay. and be a pervert for everything that mandy posts and then in 2020 you're gonna go one-on-one -on -one with dolph ziggler for the now, heart 2020, of mandy rose we want you to delete all the pervy posts <laughs> so we can make you the baby face in this match um right. like everything like think about this situation this is why i think it was poorly booked um I, why would you root for otis he's because he's a lovable he's kind of love a he's a you don't. You just don't He's, read his Instagram comments, and you'll feel a lot better, man. That's what I'm saying. Like we should all be going for Ziggler 100. percent He got Mandy because she actually wants. You know, him. I have a feeling I'm debating somebody who owns. I'm, I don't know. Ballpark four to five uh, Dolph Ziggler T-shirts. 
No, this is against this somebody is the who owns that you and I, a heavy machinery T-shirt. Yeah. All right. This is the the match that should get the two of us to consider like breaking up, unsocial distancing, and and watching this together. But uh, you know, sitting at home on my couch and not driving is sounds it's pretty great. appealing. Gotta say, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I just it's it's just something that you know wasn't haphazardly put together you know over one monday night raw Hap- at least Hap- they tried to stretch it out haphazard they had a few uh like tag team matches against each other or ziggler would interfere be on the sideline um I'm, I'm for this match like i'm actually pumped i think people are pumped to see if otis otis has a singles match at wrestlemania man whoever thought you'd be saying that so i guess as far as uh like the lack Never. of a crowd um Obviously, I want the crowd to go over with Otis, but I think that this is better without a crowd because one of his best qualities, and it's something you know we got to see him uh, at the NXT shows, like in Detroit, is hearing him chirping, and he's hilarious in the ring. You're gonna get to get it, it, Dolph Ziggler. You're gonna get my it. You know, I don't know what he's gonna be saying. All sorts of crazy shit, uh, but he's hilarious. We're gonna be able to hear it. Uh, it's going to be, you know, wired for sound there because the mics are, are right there on the wrestlers. Um, we're going to get to hear Ziggler kind of try and cut a heel promo, which it's been okay, you know. But um, stand-up comedy, really? I've never said anything funny. All right. But uh, Otis, I think, is legit funny. I think this is going to be a way to, you know, shoot that star up into the, the stratosphere there. I think he's in good shape. I think he's in good shape to should win, will win, um, and help get over it, even without a crowd because he's going to be able to get – uh, memed to death. I think he's, this is a perfect outcome for Otis. All right. So we're at 50 minutes. Holy shit. We just spent five minutes on Otis and Ziggler, and we've got another 12 matches. All right. So here, do, Matt, here's, here's what, what I'm going to do for it. Do a match that you want to Blitzkrieg through. Uh, all right. Uh, Charlotte, Rhea Ripley. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Matt throwing shade. How about Bailey versus Woo! Sasha versus Naomi versus Lacey versus? Yeah, this is a uh, uh, Titanic. Sasha's gonna win. This is a Titanic misfire. All you had to do is Bailey versus but Sasha. Pre-taping will help this match. Really? Yes. If we are pre-taping it and and they're doing so, here's the thing: if you're pre-taping it and uh, we're gonna stop. Like, if somebody fucks up, like, we're going to stop mid-match and go, all right, let's run it again. Yes, this is the match that, that could totally benefit from that. Um, the lack well, of crowd, could it's... you imagine how dead the crowd would be during this match? Until, like, like five minutes to go, and Sasha starts to, to get in her, her licks. And then me should win, will win. It'll, it'll be Sasha to set up some stories for Bailey. Well, what's funny is that if they're going to do, uh, like, you know, fantasy produce this match. What you do is you have Bailey yeah. and Sasha oppose each other, like at the start of the match, and then there's always that moment where like everybody crashes in. So like the clash that you wanted to see, you got to prolong it till the end. So we just see them like about to get each other, and then everybody runs in, and then you just produce them out. And they're already eliminated. So then we just get the Bailey Sasha that we wanted the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, my only you know quibble with that is that uh i love naomi i love her new look but this is not the time for her this is sasha versus bailey time that's what we want that's how they should have produced this that's why this match is getting blitzkrieged matt should win sasha will win 
it better freaking be Sasha because I, I can't believe she's going to lose another match like this. That's what I, yeah, I, I agree. That's what I said. All right. Uh, one more Blitzkrieg here. Um, New Day, Ms. Morrison, and the Usos. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I just don't know. Like, this would be a great thing, uh, a great match with a crowd. Um, yeah. Pre-taping would, again, the only help here is if we're following this formula that they're going to stop somebody fucks up yeah. but i mean the usos and the new day are always a plus um and it's it's so great that the usos are getting you know like those it was always something we used to complain about that the usos wouldn't be in a tag title match on the main card for wrestlemania it just sucks now they don't even have uh, a crowd in front of them but um yeah uh so th there's the benefits. It will suck without a crowd because I think this will be a huge match. Uh, so me picking this is I'm not trying to dump on it. Um, you know, but it's just win. tough because you know, like think about um, uh, the TLC match what was at 2001 with Edge and Christian Hardy's Dudleys. Part of the magic of that is that the crowd was just like screaming their heads off with like fright that these men were not going to survive. Um, like Jeff Hardy almost yeah. died. Uh, Edge definitely almost died. Jeff Hardy almost died again. <laughs> uh, Matt Hardy and Bubba almost died going through double tables. Um, it was a bloodbath. And, you know, the cameras couldn't, um, like, hear the wrestlers because, you know, the crowd's just, like, screaming their heads off. So I think the toughest part about this match is you have to sell quietly with the camera in your face and no crowd noise. Mm -hmm. So you can't just go... Like you gotta ah ah, and I don't know if all those guys are good screamers. You know what I mean? So I think this is a match that's gonna be impacted a little bit by lack of crowd. But you know, this is you know six of the greatest you know physical tag teams that we have right now. Uh, they have a history with each other. It's gonna be great, but it's just this is one I think is gonna be hurt by no crowd. I yep, completely agree. We got uh, uh, should right, win, so will win. We got. Oh, Usos, both side. Yeah, I think should win probably Usos. You know how WrestleMania, they kind of like to pass the baton and sure, WrestleMania moment. Uh, but I wouldn't mind seeing Miz and Morrison, depending on the performance they put on. I, I think uh, of those three teams, they're the only one that need the belt to stay relevant. I think Usos and New Day, you know, Joker and Batman, they're destined to do this forever. But Morrison, you know, he, I think he could use some gold. Um, so, Matt, uh, we're almost we're almost all like the the main championships and the main like event draws. Uh, Rollins and Owens. I'm gonna say this is uh is what Otis and Ziggler is more of a comedy angle. Do you hear hear him chirping? Uh, Rollins and Owens are gonna be really really good at that. Um, so yeah. either way, if there's a crowd or there isn't a crowd, like any opportunity to hear more of Kevin Owens. Oh, come here, you greasy bitch. Like, that's what are you saying on Monday Night Raw? I don't know if you got to hear some of that. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think we're in for a real treat with this one. I think this is another one yeah. that really helps get both guys over because they're so witty. Uh, they're just great wrestlers overall. Uh, this is probably going to be, you know, just an A+. plus. Yeah, this is this is a match that makes me think that the hiatus is bound to come because I don't know where either one of these like tremendous talents go from here. Like, yeah, where does you know, the, the payoff go? match at WrestleMania? 
uh, d- d- we're th- we're talking Roman Reigns and Drew winning their respective main event championships. So then, wh- what do we do with Kevin Owens, who's having a hell of a build? I I don't know that. That's my 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 worry with this, and, and again, why I hope there's a hiatus because it, it feels like we're gonna need to reset after this or find something uh, to reset everything. But um, I I would say I totally agree that uh, the lack of crowd it would would be good for these two guys. I don't think it's uh, it's not ideal when we say that. We're not saying it's ideal for these guys, but they they'll definitely benefit and they'll make it super entertaining chasing each other around the uh, around the ring. Um, should win again i think this is owens i think rollins had his time i think when he's selling the chicken shit heel um i think that's that's when he's he's got to go down because we know he's talented but um will win just because i i do see some concern with with two uh face champions i think i think it might be rollins but um it should it should be kevin owens I think uh, Rollins has gotten enough, uh, you know, victories with his, his cronies. Um, it's it's time for Owens. Oh, you know, they've sold it so much that Rollins, this is, it's never my worst night, Rollins, or Owens. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm not a huge man. <laughs> that was a bad Rollins. I don't know what that was. Uh, but I think Owens should win, will win. Uh, and again, this one, it, I think this is a match, Matt, sometimes where people be like, you know, WrestleMania gets kind of predictable, and it's not... This is a match where it's not necessarily that, you know, the, the outcome is such a, whoa, what a shocker! But it's like they yeah. they built to this, so Owens deserves it at this point, storyline-wise. He deserves to get that moment at WrestleMania because he, he doesn't really get to have that many triumphs at the showcase. Um, let's try and knock out one of these... Uh, Super women's bouts, Matt. Uh, Charlotte versus Rhea. Um, you know, the, the... For the NXT championship. I know. Isn't that nuts? Uh, <laughs> Rhea. It already feels like Rhea's in the main event, you know, like on Raw. Uh, that's how they've treated her. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's... Uh, I forget she's even on NXT. She's barely on it. Uh, she's just always on Monday Night Raw terrorizing Charlotte. Um, yep. But she's, uh, she's Fuck the Fuck that one up pretty good. She's the... She's the present of NXT going against, you know, somebody who's the queen of NXT. Now she's the queen of WWE, arguably the queen of all women's wrestling right now. It's a story they've, uh, you know, they've definitely helped build Rhea. Uh, basically all the way from like Summer uh, Survivor Series going forward. Um, Charlotte, you know, she's She's been there. She's that that stepping stone to you know uh, excellence, not greatness. Excellence. Like if you want to prove you're excellent, you have to defeat Charlotte. She is the, she's the pinnacle. She's the apex. She is number one. And it's for that reason, combined with Rhea dropping belts sometimes, Tony Storm, and I think she sells a lot, like Dolph Ziggler, which is an incredible, useful skill to have, but. For some reason, when bookers see that, I, I and not Booker T five time. I mean, like wrestling bookers. I feel like for some reason it just subconsciously gets in their head and they knock these people down a peg, man. I'm so excited for this match, but um, this is one I'm kind of gonna wince a little bit because I have a really strong feeling with the way AEW they've been giving NXT bare butt spankings for weeks. It's the it's the Wednesday night slaughter, man. 
I'm, I'm just, saying we'll win a Charlotte. And arguably, as much as I love Rhea, I'm saying should win a Charlotte. At Charlotte will not get people to watch NXT. Not even a, like a, that. That's not a thing. People aren't going to tune in because Charlotte's on. Um, so I, I should win for me is easily Rhea because you need to keep building up that roster. If you're if you think you're going to compete, um, then you've got to have Rhea go over Charlotte. Um, and the will win. I do think Charlotte will win. I, I just don't... It, to me, it's a mistake to go, well, you've got to have your champion, your NXT champion that you, you crowned as as just NXT champion and crossed off the women's. Um, you crowned Rhea Ripley uh, to hold that title, and they you know will immediately cut her down. I It's a mistake. The will win is Charlotte. Should win. Rhea, let's we'll keep on moving. I, I'm just calling it so- now. Charlotte is not going to do a promo to start NXT, and people are going to change the channel from AEW no. to NXT. I, do you think that this match is uh, uh, benefiting or hurting without a crowd? I'm going to say that uh, it's it's uh, one I wish that we could kind of get a gauge for how people feel about Rhea, and uh, I guess I'm just concerned because there is no crowd for them to be like. Oh man, maybe uh, hey, tell the ref uh, we're switching uh, switching the finish on this one. Um, I think I think part of that not being able to hear the people go you know crazy for that big stomp and the brutality entrance music. And I don't know how strong they are at chirping. Uh, but I, again, like Rhea is so good at selling. Remember uh, uh, when I was saying a moment ago about um, like New Day having to scream, falling off the ladders, you know? Ah. Rhea actually has a really good I'm hurt screen uh, where I was like, oh, God, you know, in some of those uh, matches with, like, Tony Storm. So it's it's kind of like, oh, my God, is this another instance where she's such a good seller that, again, they have another, well, she's pretty good at being broken, so let's take her title away. Like, I kind of feel like, ah, they're going to have, like, um, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, justification, evidence, see? Take the belt away. She's she gets hurt. That's it. You know. So I, it, ah, I wish there was a crowd there to kind of mask that, mask her great ability to sell. A little, yeah. A little I, I I don't know if I could say that she needs the crowd. I I think the two of them could still do a great match. Um, I don't know. I I think just going back to my point, like Charlotte's promos aren't going to bring anybody to to NXT. I I think to that end what what they can do and what they're good at doesn't necessarily need a crowd so i'm gonna say that they'll be fine without the crowd um and and i think the pre-taping has like the same benefit as the other matches as long as they can stop and retape i i don't know if there's too much you do here style wise uh unless you know unless they they are taking a complete and full advantage of this and they're doing a bunch of cameras and flyover cameras then that's you know there's clear benefit there um but yeah, um, yeah. Again, speak. Charlotte yeah. will win. Well, speaking of Styles Wise, we got Styles Wise, the phenomenal AJ Styles man. He's going one on one with the Undertaker. Uh, and I didn't realize that Michelle McCool's finisher was the Styles Clash. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that was the big joke when when AJ showed up was that he was going to be 
copying uh, Michelle McCool. Um, I, I this this one is uh, could benefit so much from pre-taping because uh, we've seen Undertaker's matches not go well, but um, I think there's another opportunity here to really show off what AJ can do. So yes, we want to mask any issues with the Undertaker, and if we're switching camera angles and missing stuff when he's missing spots um there's a benefit but you also could get some pretty nasty camera angles of aj doing some uh some of his uh flying forearms um i i just there's there's so much opportunity here with the pre-taping just taking advantage of how you're going to produce it lack of crowd it looks like the undertaker's going in a different route uh for his own style uh so we're going back to like the american badass or some people have said this is some sort of middle ground between yeah, kind of a hybrid. classic undertaker yeah. yeah so with that i think they've already planned out here's what we're doing without a crowd like this is just going to be me breaking your face with my fists um but easy thing here mike uh, i'm really running through this but should win and will win is both the undertaker i love aj styles he's going to make the undertaker look like a million bucks uh as he should because the Undertaker's royalty, and as long as he's still dragging his uh, old bones to the ring, uh, he should be dragging AJ Styles' <laughs> bones into the boneyard. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I guess. Stop. I don't... What are you? Stop flexing. You're. What are you doing? I'm scratching out this whole time. You're just like, uh, yeah. You know, you guys. I just. Um... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Wait, I don't know what. You're you're saying right i'm just sitting over here just... <laughs> you're such a bag of dicks <laughs> um i just think uh this match i'm not concerned about it being um like not meeting at least a b just because like you said styles is so good at getting people over making them look really strong in the ring um obviously he's going to be able to do that with the undertaker arguably the greatest you know, in-ring storyteller of all time. Um, this is a build they, I think, as far as AJ's acting chops goes, you know, that's probably about the pinnacle of what he can do. Um, and that Undertaker is, you know, just called his, uh, his wife. Talk about her. It's like, ooh, doesn't even want to say his name, so then Styles doesn't say, ooh, you know. Um, I, I think they've done a good job with that. Um the should one will win absolutely should be the undertaker it's wrestlemania uh styles has uh you know gotten a, a few too a few too many personal licks in i think to also get over him physically um then i'm just when styles is at his best it's when he's flapping around on the ring so i'm just kind of curious how a boneyard match is going to work like if the undertaker is going to bury him in dirt um what what kind of terrain will AJ be flopping onto? That's what I'm curious to see. Will it be that fresh green grass, like when there's a new grave? Uh, will it be dirt? Uh, will it be yeah. a <laughs> series of urns? I don't know what it's going to be, but um, I'm pretty excited to see it. Um, Matt, let's uh, let's knock another one out here. We got Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn. My God, this is a lot of wrestling. Uh, Matt, I gotta say, should win, will win, Daniel Bryan. If only because Daniel Bryan's goal is to get all his favorite guys over. Um, he did it with Kofi. He helped the Fiend, and I think he really likes Drew Gulak. So those training montages are hilarious, oh. and I think ultimately the goal here is uh, for Daniel Bryan to be the transitional IC champ 
so we can get it to Gulak and help get that guy over. Okay, I, I like the 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 story you uh, you wrote there. I I want I want Sami Zayn to win. I can see why the should is Daniel Bryan, but I still think yeah, there's like an opportunity he hasn't had to keep Sami long. going right. strong. So then Gulak could could go over Sami himself uh, at a different point. Um, but will win? I I I don't know. It's tough to say on this one, and that's why this one's going to be so great because it, it could easily go either way. There, there isn't a clear like Undertaker should win uh, kind of thing here. So, will win. I, I think a valid answer should be question mark. But I'll pick Daniel Bryan. You know what? It's I'm going to ask you something that we haven't really talked about, um, and let's just do it with the last two matches. How long do you think this is going to go? Fifteen minutes. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be a long match. I think it's going to be like 10-15. What about the AJ yeah. Styles-Undertaker match? Uh, five minutes. Boneyard match. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that it should probably have this like the totally different match styles, but they should be dedicated like the same amount of time. Exactly. Um, oh, so you're saying 15 for Undertaker? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Whew. I know. It's a, it's going uh, to be a winded old man. Let me tell you. I just, I guess the way that I'm looking at, like I say 15 minutes for Daniel and Sammy. I'm not talking entrances and walking out with the title. Uh, Bell to bell, 15 minutes. Uh, Undertaker does not need to wipe the floor with AJ for 15 minutes. I don't think AJ's getting in a lot of action on this one. Like, remember, this is not a WWE guy. So we're, we're pretty familiar with what happens with, you know, Sting yeah. uh, at WrestleMania. So... And, and especially with him going up against the Undertaker, this 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 to me still feels like five minutes. So next, uh, Blitz Cross Applesauce versus the Kabuki Warriors for the women's tag titles. Mike, this is one we probably could have blitzed through. I think we I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it because I love Oscar. I love all. I of love them. Alexa Bliss. Uh, yeah, collectively we have quite a few. Uh, Becky, my girlfriend, has or Asuka shirt. I have my Kyrie shirt. You have a uh, Twisted Blitz shirt, I believe. Um, or Little Miss Bliss. I think that's the one I bought for you. Um, and Nikki Cross, as soon as she has a good shirt, I'll buy it. If I see that a sale on the uh, Bliss Cross applesauce, I think I will buy that shirt. It does make me laugh to see them. Like high five in the middle, they're little cartoons. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is just uh, WWE's like, all right, Kabuki Warriors, you couldn't really get over the tag title, so let's see what Alexa and Nikki can do. So. Uh, I think will win like will that. be them. I, I love Asuka and Kyrie. I love them. I love their uh, great Matu characters with the the mist and the weird new dance that Asuka's doing all the time and her her angry promos strictly in Japanese. She doesn't give a fuck if you know what she's talking about. Uh, I love it, but I don't think that they do. I think they want Alexa to be again at the forefront. So should win, will win, will be them. And Matt, this is a match I don't think needs any crowd. Um, Oscar's hilarious. Alexa's hilarious. Nikki's a nutball uh, when she was with Michael Cole. Three! Three! Like, I can't wait for more of that. Well, yeah. <laughs> they're being wired uh, for sound there. So I, I think this is actually going to be a treat. So this is a Blitzkrieg, but I think it's going to be a treat. I agree with everything you said, but I, I'll say the want to win, I know that's not on our list, is Kabuki Warriors, because I, I still think there's there's something there that they, it's just untapped, and I, I think there's a lot of love on social media for the Kabuki Warriors that the WWE might be ignoring. 
Um, all right. So if we're going non-title matches, right, we got to go Cena and the Fiend next. Yeah. Am I missing another one? Or no? Let's. Uh, yeah. No, fuck one. it. No, yeah. Let's going, do this fine. one. Yeah. Um, Mike, pre-taping everything with this match. Absolutely everything. I mean, talk about the. My like, imagination blown. I want to feel yeah. like I did at SummerSlam when the Fiend I, debuted, and I was like. I want that uh bray wyatt lamp that he comes out with i want it to switch to john cena's head for a second and then i want them to switch it back like john want, does like a double yes, take one of two outcomes either the lamp is john cena's head or by the end of the match bray wyatt carves up cena's face so he looks like the fiend mask yeah that'd it be should fantastic. be that horrific that's what we should yeah, see out of this. Yeah, he creates a new fiend mask out of John Cena, and we never see John again unless he comes back with. Yeah, like, like they keep kayfabe fake. alive. Like he's still in, yeah. you know, like his weird, you know, uh, adult comedies, but he never wrestles again because kayfabe storyline. His face has been carved out by the fiend, or the fiend uses his voodoo magic to turn him into like a little puppet, so he becomes part of the cast. You know what I mean? So he can still. Yeah, like they have that cartoon, uh, WWE Summer Camp. Like, Cena can still make cameos on WWE, but only as an action figure. <laughs> now, uh, lack of crowd. Again, we talked about the how this is going to hurt God, at I the, can't wait. the top of our wrestling I actually can't wait discussion. to see the imagination. Like, what if The Fiend snaps his fingers, and then he and John are action figures, and so then it's like Vince McMahon, you know, having them fight each other kind of thing, like on camera. Wow. That'd be really cool. Yeah. That would be super smart. Yeah. Won't happen. Damn it. Um, so should win, will win, easily the fiend. He has to get his revenge. <laughs> Please, so, God. The other the other uh, match that I hesitated and was like, oh, maybe I should do this first was uh Edge and Orton. Um pre-taping. Uh I think if we want to talk about matches that need pre-taping, this one doesn't need it. Um unless, you know, there's an issue with Edge and and him not wrestling a ton. Uh the lack of crowd is going to hurt this match. Yeah. I, I mean, easily. This Like the this crowd deserved this amazing payout. time to hear Metalingus. Yeah. yeah. So we know Edge's career isn't over because he's going to hear fight one more, at... one more. Yeah. Right. Uh and then uh, the should win, will win. Mike should win Randy Orton. Will win Edge. This is one of the first ones I think I'm going should win and will win aren't the same, man, right? I, oh, man. I Because you you got a Kurt Angle. You got to go out on your back. It's just that I don't think Edge is done. Um, I, I think he's, you know, he's going to have one more match, and that one he'll lose. So I think he'll win this one. Should win will win because they want to have you know more footage when you go on twitter and instagram of edge you know throwing the little devil horns up and you know spearing yeah. people i i think he's gonna win but i could definitely see where orton you know like last we just saw it with corbin and angle last year the guy who's sticking around you get the win but it's all it's all predicated on what edge is going to do after this and this man this would be this is that's how you retire. You go against your arch rival of all time. Like, what's Edge gonna like? Is he gonna fight the Miz? You know, next month? Like, no, it's not. It, it doesn't. You, you don't go down from this. You go up. Right. So. All right. It's actually a tough one to book. So I'm glad. I'm glad he said something. Uh, 
No, I because I thought it would be cut and dry, just Edge, but it's kind of like, well, it, what's Edge going to do after? Uh, but Matt, there's right. a match that you mentioned a couple times here. Let's jump into it because I'm not super pumped about it. It's Goldberg versus Roman Reigns, but probably ah. not. I don't know why, but I was going to make that the last match. I'm so stupid. Um, no way. Yeah. No way. Let's get this shit out of the way. Yeah. Um, so pre-taping, I, I think there's going to be a lot of issues with Goldberg. And, I, I uh, you know, if he's doing a... Uh, what's the leg? The leg... Uh, not an arm bar. It's not, is it a leg bar? I don't know. If Goldberg puts up some shitty submission again... Oh, the, the knee uh, bar? Yeah. Knee bar. There we go. Um... <laughs> Then, uh, you know, we can fix that shit. Uh, fix it in post. Uh, <laughs> the lack of crowd is going to absolutely... Kurt Angle, like, runs in, and he's like, okay, all right. Here's how you do it. All this. right, now it hurts. Okay, all right, and... <laughs> Action. action. <All> right. <laughs> um, and then the, the should win is Roman. The will win is Roman. Roman's uh, not fighting. I thought we confirmed that. I thought he said on Instagram that he said... Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, you're good. right. Oh, my God. Yeah. What are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah, it's going to be a way oh. worse match. Like, Roman is a good worker, and he does great jobs at WrestleMania. Oh, I totally... Sorry, everybody. Anybody watching this is like, what the fuck are these two talking it's, about? Uh, um, it's going to be Braun Strowman, probably. Uh, yeah, I I hate that the whole on world agreed. Let's on not short spoil notice, this. I don't know who else he could have done. The Rock. Hell no! You don't want. Yeah. You don't want to put the Rock through that. I don't want him to get injured yeah. versus Goldberg. What, <laughs> Jesus. What about what about Triple H? I don't know if I want Triple uh-huh. H to have a career-ending match either. I think one guy who could handle the bumps. I think they should just just scrap that stupid Elias storyline. Get Corbin in there with Goldberg. Let the King yes. of the Ring get the gold. Who's with This is funny, because now now they're going like, all right, Goldberg, we'll pay you for one fucking match. Whatever. Now they're, oh, fuck. Um, how much did we say again? Because uh, if we keep you champion, how cool does that look? So maybe not so maybe much. like two more. For the last one? How about no? two? Huh? Give us two. Um. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot that Roman is sick. Um. Yeah, uh, if it's Braun Strowman, big fart, uh, now, uh, turd in the wind. Let me, let me, because obviously the ideal match, if we can't get Roman at WrestleMania, because it's it's Roman. Jokes aside, he's a great WrestleMania performer. Great, you know, awesome. Don't, I'm not even going to question it. The second choice for both of us, obviously, would be Matt Riddle, because it would be the funniest match of all time. Uh, and Matt would just school him with arm bars and knee bars, and Goldberg would be the just slack jawed and helpless he wouldn't know what to do yeah that'd be great if i could get you this might be a tough one for you i'm making you think on your feet not giving me a lot of time here matt but goldberg always hurts people bret hart's noticed it noticed it hey look at my leg (laughs) um undertaker may have noticed uh when he almost died matt if you could fantasy book goldberg to fight one guy at WrestleMania who could hurt people as much as Goldberg hurts people, who would you pick? You're a, you're a real piece of so shit. So I'm going to start first because I'm making you think Ryback. Oh, Ryback! Man, that was way better than mine. My guy's already thinking oh, he's really? alive. Yeah. 
That's such a good one. I thought that was totally where you were going because it was always oh. they would chant Goldberg when Ryback oh, would come out. Oh man, that is Matt. You just Jake the Snake Roberts that one. That was I... a great one. I was telling you to go fuck yourself because I was like, "Fuck you with your Ryback bullshit." I was gonna do, I was gonna do Vader because he always rips people's ears <laughs> up. And, and fuck that, Matt. You win. Wait, that was a good. whole. Yeah. Well, it's fantasy book, Matt. Come on. Oh. Uh, all right. So, oh, okay. Fantasy booking. Uh, dead guys. Okay. <laughs> it's a fantasy, Matt. He's alive in my fantasies. I know. But man, Ryback. Oh my god. Can you imagine social media blowing up for that match? Oh my god! That, what could they? That would be fucking great. Could they have swallowed their pride for one night and given us pride back and Goldberg. Oh, <laughs> oh man, we got to make some Mike, calls. Uh, duh, it's CM Punk's coming back. Come on, stupid. Um, stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, this stupid ass Ryback. Um, oh, they should do Ryback for CM Punk next. Basically, year. if it's not Roman, Roman would have won. I think. Uh, anybody yeah, else uh, is just getting Goldberg annihilated. should win, will win, because they need to have Roman go over stupid fucking Goldberg. What if it's Stone Cold? <sighs> no. Wouldn't that be sweet? No? Alright. Alright, so moving on. Um, yeah. Does Stone Cold do one stunner? You know, like how it was one jackhammer took out Lesnar? Is it one stunner takes out Goldberg? Because like, Vince is like, my guy is, is always, I have the best bald guy. So it's Stone Cold, Goldberg, one stunner, you're done. <laughs> when you stack up the power of these moves, it's one. A couple of spears will take out Brock, but one stunner, I think, takes out Brock. <laughs> and half of a Claymore takes out Brock. Half? Half a Claymore. That's all you need to take out. Brock Lesnar! Well, before we talk about the greatest victory of all time, let's get Becky and Shayna out of the oh, way. Okay, okay. Um... The reason I wanted to put this one off is because I I think they want to take the belts off Becky. She's had it a oh, freaking year. Um, they did this special they guess. did this great uh, um, like play card um, you know promo uh, visual for Becky where she had all the different women that she's knocked off the list. And then the very last person was Shayna Baszler with a big question mark. And I thought it was kind of a cool graphic, but I don't know. It, remember with Asuka, it's like they didn't want her to beat Charlotte because then where does Asuka go from there? She's already beaten the best. You know, so then mathematically, it means that uh, whoever she loses to is in, oh. inher- inherently better than Charlotte. Well, you can't have that, obviously. So let Asuka lose to Charlotte. What a horrible problem. So what I think they're going to do is have <laughs> Shayna win with help. And I think that's where Ronda makes her return. Because then what you can do is have Becky and Ronda fight for a while, and Shayna yeah. can stomp around with the championship without immediately having to fight Becky and have Becky lose, you know, two out of three matches at pay-per-views or something like that. So you bring Ronda back, yeah. you make her relevant again, you take the belt off Becky, you give Shayna the belt, and you reset basically three people and the whole women's roster in one, one swoop. I totally agree. Uh, I, I think um, I don't want to make any jokes about pre-taping this match based on last year's main event, uh, but there's my... I think Becky matches are really good, but for some reason I feel like we've had a couple where the, the very last finish was kind of like, was it a pin? 
I think Rondo kind of kicked out. <laughs> uh, there shouldn't be an issue this year. That's that's the only right. the tiny tiny tiny. Becky is the man, um, no question. As she had like two instances at really big matches where it's like the finish wasn't quite right there. I think you're lying to yourself if you didn't see those and think, oh, maybe it just been a little bit better. So then the uh, the should win and will win is Shayna. It has to be. I think regardless if Ronda's getting involved, but um, I think she. I think it's she time. is. Oh boy! It's time to reset the division. Ugh. But Matt, I wouldn't even be surprised if it was like just Ronda's music and it distracts Becky, and that's how Shayna wins. Like, I think they still want to keep Becky as strong as Absolutely. ever. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's why Ronda. I, I, that's why exactly. I think Shayna can still win dominantly, but. Not where Becky looks foolish, you know, like Cena and Brock, you know, a couple of years ago. I think it's, it's, they're going to, exactly, beautiful. Somebody's going to interfere like Ronda to make sure everybody's still strong, but you reset the table with who's got the gold. Well, the Irish lass is going down, but the Scottish psychopath, Brooke. or no, the sexy Scotman. I'm a sexy Scot, Brooke. You're <laughs> ugly. Look at me. Sexy. How about uh, God? I love to seeing him. It's my destiny. Like I, so I, I got cool. chills watching yeah. that video. That was that was great. Um, Mike, pre-taping benefits this match only in the sense that you can't fuck up the ending anyway. Like this is it. This is where we're gonna get this amazing. Yeah. I, uh, you know, you, now you have two guys. Uh, when Roman comes back, he'll win. But we'll have two guys at the top. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns will take this company into the future. Uh, both good-looking cats, both uh, really great wrestlers. Uh, you know, I, I just yeah. I mean, Brock. You just you, you get to anoint the guy and do whatever you want. Uh, like Drew, you can't Drew fuck it up. Hinted at it for years. That, I want Brock. I want him. Give me yeah. Brock. And then Lesnar, bless his heart, if you, I, I, I know, I know he doesn't wrestle all the time, but if you were offered that contract, you'd do the same. You'd do the same thing. Um, Matt, at, at Royal Rumble, not only did he eat a Claymore kick and get eliminated, he let Drew stare him down for like 10 minutes and make Drew look mm-hmm. like a million bucks. As they had the, uh, a Drew McIntyre fan, the scariest... I know, I was like, just let life. it be. Just let yeah. it be. No. You won. It's over. You go out it's there. Right. You apologize right now. You get out there and apologize to Maybe Brock. Maybe you thank him. I'm not going to thank Brock. Maybe you thank him. Drew? You, you say you're sorry. All right. It doesn't hurt. Don't get eliminated in the Royal hurt. Rumble. You son of a bitch. And then he would turn and look at you and give you a three, two, and then you'd pee your pants. Uh... <laughs> I don't also I don't I don't want people to forget that Brock also let Drew kick the shit out of him multiple times on Monday Night Raw. And when Drew was just like like the adrenaline was just coursing through his body, like, my god, I'm gonna be broke at WrestleMania. It's gonna be so fucking cool. And Brock was like, <laughs> pick up the belt, you stupid bitch. And then he's like, Oh shit, I should get the belt though, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Like that was that was Brock like saving the moment. That was such a great thing for Brock to do. So I just Brock is finally doing the thing we've always wanted. He's you know picking a guy and being like, 
with his silly Brock voice. I want this guy to get over it. You know. so much of the story will win McIntyre and Matt of all the matches if they just you know do it how WWE's been doing it since you know the uh, COVID-19 empty arena you know stubbornly go ahead Vince you know put your stupid balls out there and make Drew's moment and happen in dead silence except for Michael Cole please Look at what AEW's done and have some guys peppered in the crowd. Have them six feet apart if you have to. Make a note about it. Have something like we're all six feet apart. We're all washing our hands. But you've got to have some people excited for this countdown because storyline-wise, kayfabe-wise, everybody wants to see Brock get conquered, the whole roster. That's the storyline. He's the beast. Uh, he never loses. He's got this annoying penguin who comes out. He's his advocate. Everybody always wants to see this guy fail. So this should absolutely be a confetti moment. The crowd of wrestlers cheering on Drew. Um, this, I, I, I really want this to be a big moment for I, McIntyre. I just don't want to find out they're going on hiatus because after everyone celebrated in the pre-tape show... With Drew, turns out Drew had COVID nineteen, and he gave one quick achoo, and the entire <laughs> roster got sick. <laughs> uh, that's how Jesus, right? Achoo! <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, test everybody thoroughly, and then please give Drew this big moment. There's. There's no, it, it has to, I want to feel good about it. I don't want it to be just a, you know, I don't want to watch a cricket riding a tumbleweed. That's not what I want. I want somebody sounds like fun. to be excited besides me at home. Well, Mike, well, I hope everybody joins us to uh, hear our excitement and uh, join us on Facebook uh, as the Brothers of Discussion on Instagram. We are the Brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Twitter. We are at BOD Podcast. Find uh, the website, uh, uh, bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com. Of course, uh, if you head over there, we'll have all the links to uh, the YouTube uh, channel, the IGTV, the uh, Instagram, everything. It's all it's all linked right there. So if you can't remember all these handles, just go to bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com. Mike, I, for one, still can't wait for WrestleMania to start. Oh, Yeah! <sighs> Uh, I'm super stoked. I, uh, it's, you know what? It's getting, I know it's dark outside, but it's so weird that it gets darker. Like, now my face is getting darker. But anyway, this is a good time to, uh, to sign off since I'm losing light in my room. What? Matt, give us one more McIntyre about Destiny. 
<laughs> Take your hat off. Wait, I gotta. And then kind of look oh. out like the wind's coming in. Yeah. It's my destiny. Holy shit! <laughs> Where that little guy was right. on the sideline. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one.